I want us to pray that God will help us to not follow the patterns of this word and that we will not be easily influenced by the spirits of this word. Amen. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you and glorify your holy name. We want to give you glory, honor, and adoration. Father, we know that in this world it's so easy to be influenced by the spirits of this world. We ask, O oh God, that you help us, O oh God, not to be influenced by the spirits of this world. We help us, O oh God, that you guide our hearts. I ask, O oh God, that you guide our spirits, our soul, and mind. I ask, O oh God, that you help us so we're not that we do not follow the patterns of this world, O oh God. I help us that because this world is so easy. It's so easy to it's so easy to be followed by to follow the trends. It's so easy to follow the different patterns of this world. Help us, oh God. Help us to remain strong and steadfast like you, oh God. Help us, oh God, to remain as as a warriors, as, as soldiers of Christ, oh God. Ask, oh God, that you help us, you guide our minds, oh God. Instead of us being influenced, ask, oh God, you help us influence other people, oh God. Ask, God, will you let us be able to live a life that we're able to help other people to become closer to you and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty anointing and my pray. Good morning church. So let's take our next scripture from Matthew 28 verse 18 to 20. So Matthew 28 verse 18 to 20 and it reads, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of age. Amen. So on Friday, I think we were taught extensively about the Great Commission. We were taught that we've learned so much here and we've been baked of the word and the knowledge. And now it's time for us to go out. And this year and this new year of revival, we need to be on the front line. It's not just the leaders or the pastors, it's all of us. So I want us to pray firstly that thank you, God. Thank you through Jesus Christ. I have been given this authority. And now give me the boldness. God, give me the boldness to preach. Give me the boldness to make disciples out of the nations. Amen. Father, Lord God Almighty, I thank you. I praise you, Lord God Almighty, because we know through Jesus Christ we are winners already. We know through Jesus Christ Almighty that we've been given this authority in heaven and earth, Lord God Almighty. We says Satan was, he fell like lightning from heaven, Lord God Almighty. Before we were even born, we as winners. We had won already, Father, Lord God Almighty. So we just pray, Holy Spirit, give us the boldness. Give us the boldness within us to be able to walk out and make disciples of men. We pray, Lord God Almighty, that as we have this knowledge, let us not be selfish in our knowledge. Help us to preach the word of God outside, Lord God Almighty. Help us to preach the word of God in our schools. Help us to change our friends' minds, Lord God Almighty. The patterns of the world, Lord God Almighty, let us change them. In our workplaces, let us be bold and stand up and arise and tell them Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Lord God Almighty, when we are preaching the word to others, Lord God Almighty, help us to be obedient to your word as well. Father, Lord God Almighty, you commanded us to make disciples of men. We will not chase miracles. We will not chase manifestation. But as Jesus went out and the manifestation happened, Lord God Almighty, give us the boldness to go out and let the manifestations follow, Lord God Almighty. Let us chase the souls, Lord God Almighty, that are already in hell now. Let us bring them to the heaven, Lord God Almighty. Let Satan be a loser forever, Lord God Almighty. Give us the boldness to be able to speak your word. Proclaim your word to the nations, Lord. Let our Christianity not be the Sunday Christianity. Let our Christianity be further than this church. But Lord God Almighty, from the youngest to the oldest, Lord, we are 
supposed to manifest. So let our young ones dream dreams and let our old men see visions, Lord God Almighty. And let us proclaim these visions to the nations. Let us proclaim in our schools. Let us proclaim in our houses. Let us proclaim in our neighborhoods, Lord God Almighty. The name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, Lord God Almighty, because we know from today, from next week, from next year, we will join this commission and we will bring more souls to your, na your nation, Lord God Almighty. We thank you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. In Jesus' name. Uh, can we turn our scriptures to Matthew 15, verse 11? And it reads, What goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of their mouth is what defiles them. And in verse 19 of that same chapter, it reads, for out of the heart comes evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual morality, theft, false testimony, and slander. So as we can see from this scripture, the things that God desires of us to think, feel, have embedded within our hearts are the fruits of the Spirit. It's not things that will defile us, that will stop us from reaching heaven, but if we segue from this scripture and we think about the people that we surround ourselves with, that is a massive part to play in what our heart is filled with. What we use, the people that we surround ourselves by, as well as the things that we consume, whether it's on TV, on social media, as Apostles have been talking about, the trends of this world. So we want to make sure that the trend that we are following is not the trends of this world, it's the trends of God. It's the fruits of the Spirit is not things that will consume our hearts, defile us, and will stop us from, stop our names from written in the book of life. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. We exalt you, we magnify your name, because in this season, in this period, we want our hearts to be filled with not things of the state, well, not things of Satan, not of murder, not of idolatry, not of sexual morality, not theft, not false testimony, not slander. This is what your word says, Lord Jesus. Purify our hearts, sanctify us, give us grace, give us understanding, give us power, give us might, give us gentleness. Everything that you desire of our hearts, everything that you desire of a God-fearing Christian, Lord Jesus, help us to exhibit it. Help us to go into 2024 with a renewed and rejuvenated heart, so that the things that we say and the things that we do and the way that we act is in line with your word, is in line with your promise, is in line with everything that you desire of us as Christians so that we will be worthy to be entered, so that we will be worthy to enter the kingdom of life, the kingdom of your kingdom. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning, everyone. Okay, we're going to turn our scripture to... Matthew chapter 18 verse 20 For the Bible says For where two or three are gathered in my name There I am with them we are gathered here because of the Most High, so we're going to begin to thank the Lord. We're going to say to the Lord, Lord, we welcome you into this place, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for your presence that rests upon us as we are here gathered for you today. Begin to say to the Lord, Lord of Lords, I am here, Lord God, for not just myself. I am here, Lord God, because I want to see you, Lord God. I'm here, Lord God, because I want to, I want to hear your voice, Lord God. I'm here, Lord God, because I want to touch heaven, Lord Jesus. I'm here, Lord God, because I want to hear your word. I'm here, Lord God, because I want to, I want, I want to be transformed by you. So, Lord of Lords, as we are gathered here before you today, 
Lord God. Father, come into our midst. Come into our midst. Come into our midst. Come into our midst, Lord God. Begin to ask the Lord, Lord, as you as you as you reside here, as you reside here right now, Lord God. Father, begin to touch my heart. Begin to touch my mind. Begin to touch my soul. Father, Lord of Lords, my heart, Lord God. Father, make it into a soil, Lord God, that will take your word. Make it into good soil, Lord God, that will allow your word to germinate and grow. Father, destroy every broke, every every heart, every heart and heart in this place, Lord Jesus. Father, renew your touch in my life, Lord God. Prince of Peace, I am here because of you, Lord God. So, Lord of Lords, fulfill your word and come into our midst, Lord God. Fulfill your word and reside in, our, in this place, Lord God. Father, fulfill your word and transform my life tonight, Lord God. Fulfill your word and transform my life tonight, Lord God. We're going to continue to pray and say, Lord of Lords, we lift up the speaker tonight, Lord Jesus, into your hands. Father, Lord, as your, as your word says in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2, the Spirit of the Lord will rest upon him. The Spirit of wisdom, the Spirit of understanding, the Spirit of counsel and of might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Lord of Lords, let your Spirit rest upon the upon the speaker of tonight, Lord God. Father, that word that you have in store for me, Lord God, open his mouth, Lord God. Open his or her mouth, Lord God, so that I may receive, Lord God. Father, I did not come here, Lord God, to stay the same. I came here to be transformed, Lord Jesus. I came here to be transformed by your word. For your word says, Lord God, the unraveling of your word, Lord God, brings forth light. So, Lord, today, Lord God, as you are in our midst, Lord God, shine your light into my life. Shine your light into my into my problems. Shine your light into my difficulties. Father, where there are clouds, Lord God, Father, take away the clouds, Lord God. Father, Lord of Lords, your word says that you'll be my pillar of cloud by day and my pillar of fire by night. Father, today, Lord God, with your word, Father, lead the way, Lord God. Lead the way, Lord God. Bring solution, Lord Jesus, to every issue, Lord God, in my life, Lord Jesus. Father, speak to me tonight. Begin to ask the Lord, Lord, speak to me tonight. Speak to me tonight. Speak to me tonight. Speak to me tonight. Speak to me tonight through your word, through your, through your servant, Lord God. Like your word says, Lord God, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding will rest upon your servant tonight. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding will rest upon your servant tonight, Lord God. Father, Lord of Lords, speak through your servant tonight, Lord God. Speak to me through your servant tonight, Lord God. Open my ears that I may hear. Open my eyes that I may see. Open my mind that I may perceive. Open my heart that I may receive, Lord God. Prince of Peace, El Shaddai, Father, speak through your servant, Lord God. As your spirit rests upon your servant. Father, speak through him, Lord God. Father, speak through him, Lord God. Father, speak to him, Lord God. Father, speak to him, Lord God. Speak your knowledge into my life, Lord God. Where I lack understanding, Lord God. Father, give me knowledge, Lord God. Speak your knowledge through him, Lord God. Where I, where I lack insight, Lord God. Father, speak your wisdom, Lord God. Where I need direction, Lord God. Father, speak. Prince of Peace, speak. We thank you and we glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord this morning. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That is not enough. Hallelujah. Wave, 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 wave. Wave and thank the Lord for what he's about to do in this service. God is about to do something in this service. I don't know about you. The heaven is open. Begin to praise him, praise him, praise him. When the praise is high, blessings come down. When the praise is high, blessings come down. Begin to praise him, praise him. Praise him and thank him for all that he has done for us. Father, we worship you this morning. We glorify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Hallelujah. The psalmist in the book of Psalm 107 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for His good, His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. 
I'm going to bring to us this morning the reason why we have to give thanks to Him. Why we have to say so. Why we have to praise this morning. He says, let the redeemed. God has redeemed us. God has done great things for us. I want you to start to picture and look back to your life. And begin to see those things that God has done for you. That God has done for me. And begin to praise Him. He said, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Those He redeemed from the hand of the foe. Listen. He redeemed you from the hands of the enemy. Those He gathered from the lands. You are from different nations. And he gathered us and brought us here. So that you can be able to have memory thinking right now. He said, for those he gathered from the lands, from the east and west, from the north and south. I don't know where you came from. Amen. I came from Nigeria. And with only one portmanteau. Hallelujah. But today we have more than portmanteau. Or suitcases. Hallelujah. We have building. So the reason why, because God has redeemed you from your foes. From Satan's foes. Redeemed you from those bad lives that you used to live. Those he gathered from the lands, from the east and west, from the north and south. Some, wanderer, uh, some wandered in the desert, wasteland. Look at your life when you first came to this country. Some people slept only on, 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 on um, uh, 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 foam. What do you call that foam? No bed. It's only mattress, yes. Only mattress. And something that even damped houses. Look at where you are living today. Why you have to say so this morning. Some wandered in the desert. <laughs> Some wasteland finding no way to a city. Where they could settle. Look at your life. You could not even settle no house. I was sharing with one of these, uh, some of these people that we call the jackpot or something like that. He said the only thing when you finish was just dump the one bus to the other. Because there's no way to go because you're going to resume. Ah, Hallelujah. So that you will know the reason why you have to thank God. You have a job that you can go and resume. And you are giving, I'm sorry, I can't come in this morning. I'm a little bit cold. Oh Lord. Some wandered in the desert wasteland. Finding no way to a city. Where they could settle. They can't even settle. They were hungry and thirsty. And their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them from their distress. I don't know whether you have been in this condition before. (laughs) They cried unto the Lord in their trouble. And he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Hallelujah. Some of you are from Europe to a city where you could settle to London. Some of you are from other places, Canada, everywhere, to a city where you could settle. You could not settle there. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for men. For he satisfied the thirsty and filled the hungry with good things. Hallelujah. Some sat in darkness and the deepest gloom. Prisoners suffering in iron chain. Begin to look at your life. For they had rebelled against the word of the Lord. That is not our portion. And despite the counsel of the Most High, that's not a portion. But I just read to you some few points. Why the redeemed of the Lord will say so this morning. For this reading, you want to say so. I don't know your, the so you want to say. You want to give thanks. Give thanks to the Lord for His good, His mercy, and just weather. With, with that in mind this morning, lift up your voice and begin to thank God. How God has gathered you from lands. How God has gathered you from the east and west and the north and the south. How God has brought you from your little low beginning. And He has placed you here this morning. You 
to start to pray and pray and pray and pray till God directed us to a church. You want to thank God, but you look at the church that is right next to you. You want to praise God for providing a place of worship where you can go and worship the Lord. He says, Some wandered in the desert wasteland, finding no way to a city, but God has settled you in this city. Thank you for setting us, O oh God, in this city. Thank you for setting us in this nation. There are people that were born here that have this nationality, but they don't have anything. They don't have anything. But you just come from nowhere, and God brought you to this city to plant you here, to plant your food, to plant your children. God brought you here to plant you. Begin to thank Him. For this reason, we have to praise Him. For this reason, we have to worship Him this morning. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. He brought fathers for you. He brought more you that you can learn from. He brought Apostle Williams that can put into us everything that we need for life and for godliness that can direct us. You want to thank God. God did not just brought you to this city where you cannot settle, but he brought you to this city. He brought you to this nation where you can settle. Begin to thank him. Begin to thank him for all that he has done for us. He says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. God has redeemed us. He has redeemed us as wanderers. God has brought us to a place of rest. Lord, we thank you. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. The redeemed of the Lord from January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Let's lift up our right hand to heaven and begin to declare Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has planted it upon the sea and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart towards his walls, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord, and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle, lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? 
the Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145, please. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For grace is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name. Forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
by this time next month we have finished the Christmas there will be counting days to enter into the new year if you know how to think you will know how to think I want you to think about this year your life in January and your life now and start to thank God for what God has done for you the God who had been with you from January in your going out in your coming in the God who had been your hiding place the God who provided for you in this year the God who had been your shepherd in this year. The God who have had mercy on you. It is by the mercy of God that we are alive. It is by the mercy of God. If not for the mercy of God, where we will be? There are people who have died this year. There are people who are missing this year. Can you imagine some people were kidnapped in their comfort place and they were refined under detention by enemy? Some are being bombed. They have died by accident, by crashes. If it had not been the Lord who had been on your side, the same road you pass, others pass and never return. Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory. Some of you got married this year. Some of you had children this year. Oh Lord our King, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Think about the time you were born, since you were born, till this very day. Father, be exalted, be exalted, be exalted, be exalted. We bless you. Father, we bless you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We exalt and magnify thee. Thank God for all the testimonies we have been hearing in this church from January till this very hour. Last Friday, we were here for quite a long time, listening to testimonies of others. 
Thank God who did not let the devil sniff you off. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we exalt you and magnify thee. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. Let me open your eyes, everybody. Let me just tell you the spectrum of what camera caught now. Some of you were praying with all your heart. And I saw a few. Can that be prayer? That is no prayer. And I see one or two. Can that be prayer? That is no prayer. Today I want to speak to you about how the devil set up network to shipwreck God's people. It will frustrate your life when you fall into that network. And then, if you continue in it, you will lose heaven. Because Jesus said to the woman, the time has come when the worshippers will worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. And he didn't stop there. He said, these are the people the Father seeks after. If you have been struggling concerning the ordinary promises of God in your life, and Satan has been frustrating your life, today you will be set free. Let me tell you. Nobody comes before God without addressing God with spirit and get anything because Satan is in the business of wasting life of human beings that's the reason why some fail in examination not because they are not intelligent but by the time the lecturer is giving nuggets for his own paper they will wander for a while and then they come back but he will not repeat himself and so the students who were in the class with their hearts have written down what was said Examination come, they pull it out. They come with distinction, not because they are smarter. Maybe it may be smart, but not because they are more intelligent, maybe say, I say, but they are smarter. And say, how, how, how did I not pass? Because your heart was not committed to your studies. That's why it didn't pass. So is God. When you come before the Lord, you are coming before the one who made your life, who gave you breath, who created your body, the one who took care of you when you were not even, when you didn't even know, the one who gave you all the success that you thought it was your brain that gave it to you, the one who created other people and he, he did not allow them to know him. So, those of you who were praying with your heart, I congratulate you. But if you were playing at the time, I give you another chance. I said you should thank God for your life. For the year 2023, let your mouth move unto God. Let your heart speak unto the Holy One. Give God the praise for sustaining you. Thank the God who sustained you. If it are not for God, you and I will not be here. There is no man power that can confront the devil. But the power of the Most High who dwells in those who believe in Jesus. He is the one who frustrated the intentions of the devil concerning our
joke now. But God had been our God. Some of us were ill, but we were delivered. We were sick and he healed us. Satan does not want us to be alive. And if you are alive, he does not want you to be in your position. He wants life to be frustrated. That is what a devil is. That is what a devil is. Give God the praise and honor and glory. The God who has sustained us thus far. The God who will take us to the end of our journey. The God who empowers us to fulfill destiny. The God who provides for us, who answers us. And every time we cry unto him, we will not be robbed by Satan. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. I say you should pray. I want every you to open their mouth and pray. I say you should pray. I say you should pray. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. I want to thank God from your heart. Thank God for your life. Lift up your voice and pray. Satan will not rob you. Thank God for your life. voice and thank God. Thank the name of the Lord. Thank the name of the Lord. Give God the praise. He who lives forever and ever. The God who answers you when you have not asked for anything. The one who knows your need and supplies your need. The one who promoted you this year. The one who increased you this year. The one who sustains you this year. He gave you power to pray. He put words in your mouth to ask so that he can be justified when he answers you. Wow, what a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Lord, I come into.
someone and congratulate them for this morning. You are very, 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 very welcome. Please let me sit in the heavenly places. Hallelujah. Amen. The days go by and the time is getting shorter and shorter. Heaven is preparing for the sins of God to rapture. And hell is enlarging its appetite daily so that many are going down into abyss. But we thank God who has sustained our lives till today. Not only that, thank you. Not only that, but he had kept us in Christ Jesus. Amen. I made up my mind that as for me and for me, the Lord shall I serve. <laughs> Hallelujah. God had told me to teach you from the month of June about the end time this end time and as i began to teach you i see that the spirit of god is very much jealous of his church and the lord had been guiding my spirit to emphasize on the tricks of satan in these last days so that none of those who hear my voice will be a victim of hell Hell is prepared for Satan and his angels, not for men. And Jesus is so clear about it. But when Jesus was asked, which is what we looked at last Sunday, that what would be the sign of your end? Or how do we know you're coming? In the book of Luke, chapter 17, and the book of Matthew 24. And I wanted to pay attention attentively to what I'm teaching you. Listen to me right down as a student who wants to teach others. Do we get it now? When you come to Christ with Tabernacle, I've often said something that there are some uniqueness about this church. One of them is this. If you are coming to church, you are compelled to bring your writing materials. You cannot come to church without two things. Without a Bible and without a place to write. Because, you see, people go to church, churches on earth. But the shepherd doesn't care about what happens after the service. Whatever happens to your life is your business. You have to deal with your life, that's all. As, as long as you come to church, put down the offering, and then whatever happens is your business. But it's not so here. It's not so here. I am jealous of your soul because the one who sent me, whom we all serve, 
I, unto me he has revealed himself. And I have seen him with my eyes and my face have beheld his glory. And I know the truth as he has said. And I am a custodian of the truth unto he the mortal, the invisible, only wise God. Before whom every man, either you believe it or not, will stand one day to give account of their lives. Whether you are an apostle or you are a bishop or you are a pope or you are an archbishop, we always stand before God to give account of our stewardship. And I say this to you, my heart to make sure you know the truth. It's not just because I will stand before God justified, but I will stand before God together with the elects who have listened to the voice of truth. And on that day, we will sing chorus together. We will sing the song of Moses. Unto the one who died for us, and unto the one who we lived our life for, and to the one in whom we died. And so this is why... I would say this is one of the uniqueness of this house. So whether we have crowd or we don't have crowd, it doesn't appeal to me. What appeals to me is that we have people who want to go to heaven, who want to listen to the truth, who write the truth down, so that when they leave the church, they can begin to implement it. And I can say to you that that is the, that is the underlining factor of our success here. Because I've seen a great number of you very successful. In the things of God and the things of this world. Because you take care of the word that you hear. And so last Sunday we looked at the book of Luke chapter 17. It says in verse 20, Once having been asked by the Pharisees, When the kingdom of God will come, will come, Jesus replied, The kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation. Nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. And last Sunday, I explained to you from various scriptures that anyone who does not have have part in the kingdom on earth cannot have part in the kingdom in heaven. Really, I'm speaking in a convention this weekend. And the theme of my, 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 my uh, message is seek ye for the kingdom. And yesterday, I only spoke of introduction for probably an hour, few minutes. And the introduction is, what is the kingdom of God? Because if you look at the scriptures, sometimes it will mention the kingdom of God. And sometimes it will mention the kingdom of heaven. Is there a difference between the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven? And we found out that Mark, you know, you know, Mark used the word the kingdom of God and Matthew is the word kingdom of heaven. You know, they, they use it synonymously. And we recognize that they, they refer to the same thing. The reason why they use those phrases is because of the, 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 uh, the people they were addressing the, the gospel to. You know, they wrote the gospel to some people. And so, kingdom of God, I will say this to you before we go on. Kingdom of God... It's a kingdom that has two constituencies. The first first constituent of the kingdom of God is the kingdom of God in heaven. 
The second constituent, write it down. The kingdom of God. Give me my, my pulpit. I want to come down and talk to these people. You need to know this for you to understand December and 2024. You must not enter 2024 without knowing God's plan for your life. Am I talking with you? Thank you. Nobody in this church will enter 2024 without really first understanding what God's plan. You must read the plan of God for you and your family this new month. It's very necessary for you to understand the principles. Many people seek God, only few find Him. The reason is because many seek Him in an unorthodox way. And when I say orthodoxy, I mean the, plot, the principle that He sets in the Scripture. If you follow the orthodoxy of God, you will encounter God just as He has promised. And whatever you do, you know, if you can follow what God says, it will happen to you. If it does not happen to you, check your doors. Am I talking to you? And you need to understand, I will take you into deep things. You know, this year to next year, anybody who is not solid must be somebody who can read very well. Or else you will not understand me at the time. You know, when the time came for Jesus to go, he changed his language. And he began to speak things that ordinary man cannot understand. But he explained it to the disciples because the time is so short. And of course, for you, I know you are learned people. I said that the kingdom of God has two constituencies. The first constituent is the kingdom of God in heaven. And the kingdom of God on earth is the second one. These two constituencies is referred to in the book of Mark, as the kingdom of God. In the book of Matthew, as the kingdom of heaven. I will teach you more about this in next, next, you know, when I come in the next time on Sunday. But for now, have this understanding. Therefore, the constituency of heaven comprises of God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, 24 elders, all the angels, all what you read in the book of Revelation, all the beasts in heaven, and all these unseen spirits of God, the intelligentsia of the unseen spirits of God. But the kingdom of God on earth contains the physical being, that is spirit being, who are physically visible. And that is you who are saints of God, not everyone who come to church. Not everybody who worship God. But those people... Who the kingdom of God already has entered into them. That's what Jesus said to the Pharisees. Because you Pharisees are worshippers of God. But the kingdom of God is not in you. Alright? I feel like shifting my message to tell you more about the kingdom. But I won't. Because today is, is structured. I want to just go through it. But you need to understand this before we go into the things I'm going to. Now, let me say this to you therefore. So, if the kingdom of heaven on earth is a constituent of human beings, but we are spirits. Okay, and we have this constituent that live in heaven, who are spirits, but they are not visible. So also we have the kingdom of Satan. The constituent of kingdom of Satan is limited to the earthly region. 
Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 to verse 3 tells you that. Revelation chapter 12 verse, verse 7 tells you that. If you read from verse 7 to verse 12. He was kicked to the earth in verse 11. And so his jurisdiction is limited on the earth. That is his authority. This is the reason why. Because you who are believers of Christ. Who have given your life to Christ. You form a part of the ecclesiastical kingdom of God. Both in heaven and earth. That's the reason why you can bind on earth. And is bound in heaven. Those who worship Satan don't have another place he's bound. He's on, on the earth. But those who worship Jesus, who are these, his, his mem- members of his constituency on earth, which is called the church of the living God, you have authority to bind on earth and is so in heaven, so it is irrevocable. And you need to know this. I've taught you this in the month of, um, uh, we started from August really, teaching you about the Holy Spirit. But the reason why I'm telling you this today is because I want to help you know something that, because this constituency, or constituency of God, which you and I belong to, we are on earth. And Satan also is on earth with all demons of hell and with all human agents. That is the reason why Jesus warned you and I in the book of Matthew 24, which is a campaign. We we'll come back to this one now. Matthew 24, look at verse, verse uh, 5. It says, watch out that no one deceives you. For verse 4, watch out that no one deceives you. Why should Jesus speak to the church and tell the church to watch out in the end time? Because what they're asking him is that what will be the sign of your coming again? And he said, watch out that no one deceives you. I will talk about that. You know, when I look at that scripture, verse 3 to verse 12, let me tell you how many spirits I saw that Jesus said, in his exposition concerning his end time. This, the spirits that will operate on earth on behalf of Lucifer. There are 13 spirits that I saw in that um, uh, chapter 20, 24 and chapter 17 of Luke. 13 spirits. The fourth spirit, which is the king king, is the spirit of deception. The second spirit is the spirit of rebellion. Rebellion. And the third spirit is the spirit of false doctrine. You may want to write it down, but if you cannot catch up, you listen to it again when you get home. False doctrine. And the second spirit is the spirit that will persecute Christians. Persecution against Christians. There's a spirit behind it. It will seek to persecute you. The fifth spirit is a spirit of national hatred against Christians. There will be a spontaneous national hatred against anything of the Bible, against anything that is Christ, against anything that is righteous. Number six, there will be a spirit sent out who is responsible for the turning away of Christians from faith, sound doctrine, to false doctrines. 
The Bible says people will gather around themselves. Men who will say what their itching ear wants to hear. So many pulpits today don't speak the truth because they are afraid they will lose membership. Not so on Christ's faith tabernacle. You shall know the truth. Answer me, church. Come on, you shall know the truth. <laughs> Here, <clears throat> if you are living in a deceitful life, or I see you, and I see that you are living under the control of demons, we don't accuse you. We only let you know. that you know that these things you are doing come from these spirits? And if you think you want to ask more questions, then we will sit down together and we will open up to you. Because deception is a, it is a presentation of a counterfeit of an original. I will together now. Don't forget what I told you about the kingdom of heaven and kingdom of, of earth. Then the spirit of betrayal among Christians. Seventh. And the spirit of disobedience, eight. Nine, the spirit of false prophets. The other force I spoke was false doctrine in number two. But now false prophets. Then the spirit of deception through false prophets. You have false prophets, but you also have the spirit that walks through them. False prophets are human beings. The spirit that walks through them is also a spirit. Then the spirit of wickedness, which will go on the increase. Then the spirit of worldliness, that the heart of Christians, some of them will just love to be worldly. And we'll look at that briefly today before I stop. And then the spirit of apathy when Jesus says and the love of most will wax cold you, know, you can imagine that this is Christ with tabernacle but really in, 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 in real life you are more than double of this some people just felt that they do not need to come to church anymore hey Satan <laughs> anybody who stays at home when he's supposed to be in church and others are in church let me tell you very straightforward. You are under the control of the prince of darkness. Now, let me help you recognize that straight away. All these spirits and many more, <clears throat> we, they are already unleashed by Satan from hell. Their ultimate intention is to make a Christian who have been standing to end up in hell. There are Christians in hell. And Christians do go to hell. And I will show you when Jesus said it. If anybody says something contrary, let him be accursed. Look at the book of Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. <clears throat> and, and, and verse 2. <clears throat> it says, as for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in the disobedience. Can I say something here? In this scripture, the Bible reveals the, you know, you know, the satanic kingdom. And it says it's the spirit 
that walks in disobedience, but he is the ruler of the kingdom of the air. So when witches fly, where are they, what do they use? Is it not air they use in flying? Do they have to get your visa? Do they queue in uh, the airport to go to plane? No, no, they can fly from Africa to China to Russia. From England to Africa. Satan, know this, Satan cannot do anything without the air. So if Christians have understanding, you will understand that though he rules the kingdom of the air, but you rule from the kingdom of heaven, and if you speak into the air, you will neutralize what he has done into the air. No power of Satan can operate without the air. You see, when they curse people, they speak into the air, isn't it? Come on now. Is the air not the messenger? Oh yes, we can breathe the air in, that's it. The curse happened to the person. The curse spell, the curse is into the air. Satan rules the kingdom of the air. So, all the establishment of the devil to take Christians out of God and lead them to hell operate through the air. When we look into that very practically, you will see many things. But Bible cannot get it wrong. He rules the kingdom of the air. But the second thing you must recognize is this. He also works in those who are disobedient. And understand the disparity or the distinction. He rules the kingdom, but he works. So he rules the kingdom. And when he rules the kingdom, anything he speaks is for the king, into the air. The kingdom of the air. But those things have their residue in the thoughts of man. Because nothing can walk through you without your thinking. Am I talking to you? Anything that you become today is a function of your thoughts. I would gather. And when Satan rules, he rules everything in the air. He commands those, he, he, he speaks to those elements. Anything that operates in the air burns and mentions it, animals and so he uses them. But for him to walk in a human, he must have assigned a spirit of the air who spoke through the air into the mind of the believer for him to walk in a believer. The same way Holy Spirit does not walk in you unless he has spoken through the air to your spirit. As the power of Satan uses the air, we use the air too. When we say, Lord, I command the fire of God to destroy every spirit of hell here, and they start running. It is the air. Are we together now? The Bible says in the book of Romans, all creation waits with eager expectation for who? Sons of God to be manifest, isn't it? It said creation was subject to futility not by his own will, but by Satan. Now, therefore, number one, Satan controls the ways of this world. Write it down. From that very verse. Number two, when a Christian follows the ways of the world, he ends up under the spirit of disobedience. If you are enticed by the ways of the world, you end up under the spirit of disobedience. 
There are some videos I want to show you today. But I want Dickiness units to mount the TriCaster now, if you are not the one there. Because I've told you, give me your instruction, when I show the video, only for church, those of you who are here will see it. But in the, in the, in the, on the YouTube, they will not see it. They will only see me. Your camera focus on me, and you show those things on, or, you know, you just show me to the people on the, on, the, on the YouTube. But they will hear the words. You know, you know, all this um, satellite communication, um, you know, you know uh, all your apps, computer, and all stuff, all those stuff, they, they walk through the air, you know. Isn't it? You, you will agree with me. Let me just say this as a naive person. Take yourself not to be a Christian, just a normal human being. How can somebody be, be playing game, a child playing a particular game, all right, and that child become addicted? Now, if you start anything, you have to stop it. When you say addiction, all right, what has happened to that person, either young or old, the spirits assigned to that attitude has entered the body of that person. That's what happened. My father was a wizard. Believe what I tell you. I, if, you, are, if, you if I was talking to Yoruba community, I would have mentioned some things. But you can understand it. So when I talk to you about courtism, just don't, if you love yourself, just believe what I tell you. There are some things we call Agada Godo. Some things we call Akaraba. Some things we call Ayajon. Some we call Ofo. Some we call Ogidi. Those instruments of Satan cannot work without the air. They use them in England. The witches of England use them. Have you not heard of people who cast spell in a perfume and spray it on an handkerchief and in the office just spray it? You smell the odor and you start to have sexual odor towards them. And some men lost their marriages for some years while the witches continue to abuse their husband until that marriage is broken. It's in England. Not Africa. They can call a man's spirit into a padlock and lock him up. And whatever they say, is that, what, that person will be doing it. You lose your mind completely. You know, what's happened in England is that, and Western world is that, Satan is so sophisticated. Satan manifests here with color, white color, and robe of bishop. And also with, uh, you know, the white color suits, go to office. That's what Satan manifests here. So that when Satan is messing them up, he had given some scientific name to all those manifestations. Look, those of you who are psychiatric doctors will agree with me that, why is it, have you asked yourself, why is it that the past 30 years, it just seems as if psychiatric medicine just exploded? Yes. Doctor, correct? You're a psychiatric doctor. Yes. What happened to all those knowledge 50 years ago? Really? If I say 30 years, I'm, I'm too generous. About 15 years now. This is 2023, minus 15. Really from 2020. And so, and you have many new causes just springing up in the name of helping somebody that Satan oppressed, and they call it a name, and drug them till death. 
is the ring of the devil. Let me tell you something. So, that scripture, Ephesians 2, says, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions in which you used to walk. That is when we were in the, devil, when we were in the world. We were totally reckless sinners. <clears throat> when you follow the ways of this world, <clears throat> how, do, how does a person follow the ways of the world? That is what is interesting. How can a person follow the ways of the world? Naturally, I know that you know what I'm talking about. Because you know we have all lived like that before, isn't it? Except those of you who are privileged to be born in a church like this and you grew up, you have had so much truth when you are growing up that you, you have conscience, you couldn't do those things and then you got saved. What truth does is that it gives you conscience. It builds human conscience in you. That's what truth does. But the Holy Spirit is the one that helps you to stop sinning. But the conscience should let you know that this is a sin. You can't go there. But if you don't have Holy Spirit, you will discover that though you know it is not right, but you will continue to do it until you inculcate a habit of doing it, which is now the demons that have been manipulating you now have what the Bible calls a stronghold, so that it becomes like your pattern of behavior. And you know it's to your destruction, and yet you can't stop it. That the Bible calls it stronghold. When we go there, get to that, we'll cross, the, we'll cross that bridge. But I want to know this, that the ways of the world is the way of our old. And it's different from the ways of God. Now look at, therefore, in that scripture, Matthew 24, Jesus said in 4 and 5, Jesus answered, watch out that no one deceives you. I understand no one, he said, whether it's called a pastor, a bishop, a prophet, or a pope. It does not matter what we are called. We are human beings. I'm the archbishop, presiding bishop over Christ with Tabernacle Global. That, that office can be occupied by a false prophet. The office of pope, the office of bishops, the office of pastors, the office of prophets, apostles, they are offices God created. That's the reason why the Bible calls them false. Because it means that there are true prophets that God appointed, true pastors God appointed, but there are false pastors who are impostors. And these are people who are not called by God of the church. Jesus did not call them. But by one thing or the other, it entered their head, it felt they should be that. And when a person decides to be what God has not made him in the church, who attends to him? Lucifer. Because that was his sin in Isaiah 14. We're going to read that again from verse 12. And Ezekiel 28. Ezekiel 14. So when the spirit of contention enters a man, that he wants to be like others, which God had not made him, Satan is the one who suggests such. And when you allow that in your heart, then the devil will possess you or oppress you. And I use that, you know, you know very, very much um, figurative because to me, a person possessed and a person oppressed, they will behave the same way. Am I talking to you? It's just a word to distinct. A Christian who had sold himself to Satan, he will be oppressed for a while. If he continues in that way, you will see the scripture. He will lose the Holy Spirit and he will end up in hell. 
That is what I want to settle before I leave today. So you understand that, therefore. He says, watch out that you're not saying. For many will come in my name, claiming I am the Christ, and will deceive what? Many people. So Christians on earth, lend me your ears. Not everyone that calls himself pastor is of God. Not anyone, everyone that calls himself prophet is of God. They may prophesy and tell you what you ate before you came. Ah uh-uh. ah. Look, let me tell you, as a son of a wizard, if you take awake me and wash, we use awake me to wash calabash. If you wash it and put the water to wash your face, you will see visions. You will see. You know, some of you, you know, you don't know what is going on after your physical eyes. Even if you take a dog and you, you know, when dog wakes up. You remove the paws in the eyes of dog. You can put it in your eyes. You will be seeing demons. What are you talking? God made me a real African before I became a British. Because you know, Britain will need me. He will need the African knowledge. Those of you who were there before, you are watching me now. Is, is that the one among you who was a witch? Stand up. Why are you afraid? If you were, and you are born again, what's the problem? <laughs> Therefore, because Satan will set up all these tentacles to, to, to destroy believers, Jesus said in the book of Matthew, there are only two ways on earth. Only two ways on earth. Matthew seven thirteen to 14. Only two ways on earth. Write it down. It says, enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate. And broad is the road. That leads to destruction. And many enter through it. Are you conscious of what that scripture says? This is Jesus speaking. Then he introduced us to another gate in verse 4, 14. Small is the gate and narrow is its road that leads to life. Only few find it. The question I have for you today as you listen before I will close is, what way are you on? And I will not leave you with any doubts. Everybody today must check, what way am I on? I don't say that you don't worship God, you know, because not everybody who worships God go to heaven. And I will let you know what a person can be if they say, I worship God, and what you can be, and that will take you to heaven. Because, you see, everybody worship God. Go to Hindu, they worship God. Muslim worship God. Uh, you know, all other religions. If I worship God, witches worship God, Satanists worship God. I'm going to play a video to you. You'll be shocked that somebody that I'm going to play to you was saying that, you know, you know, we prayed. And then we wanted knowledge and we prayed. And then we invoke our ancestors by prayer. And he said, it's not witchcraft. He said, it's not witchcraft. And he said, the spirits that we invoke now arrived. And when he arrived, we began to... They, they worked with us for one hour. They taught us all the music that we published. I will play live video to you. I came across this on television 
just this week. That interview. And I recorded it. So sometimes when we talk to you, it seems as if, oh, it's supposed to try to make up, you know, things in the minutes we hear. But let me teach you the word of God first and I'll teach you, I'll show you that. So now, it says, Jesus said there are two gates. And the two gates on earth go to two roads, two ways. Apart from that, there is no more gates. And there is no more way. So the first gate, he said, is, is narrow. And the second gate is wide. And he says the wide gate has a broad road. So that men, it can take many people at a time. But the end of that road is destruction. It's like many people, somebody had a vision before. People were rushing, they were running. And so many, they are running as if there is something at the end of that road which they want to go and get. But they were falling into pitch and the fire. They were falling into pit and fire. As they were running, they were falling into pit and fire. And he was saying that, stop, stop, stop. But they didn't hear him. Stop, stop, stop. But they were running with the whole of their zeal. If they had seen the end of that road, they would have tried to run back. And he said, the people are so many that once you get into their midst, you can't run back. Because those who are coming, they will trample you down. That is the way of the world, set up by Lucifer. But narrow is the gate that leads to life. And Jesus says, only few find it. I will ask you, let this ring in your mind when I start to read now about the, the attributes of those gates or other things that Jesus said. So two ways on earth and two gates. One is for Satan, one is for Jesus. The one for Satan, many people love it. The one for Jesus is so small that only one person at a time. Now therefore, Jesus said in Matthew seven fifteen to 16, one of the vehicles that Satan will use to take people through his wide gate. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing. Did you see this? So how do you know false prophet? Number one, false prophets are not the prophets in the world. But they are the prophets in the church. Because Jesus said they will come to you. You can empathize with them. Some of you sympathize with them. God has called me. God has called me. Have you heard several people say that? God has called me. God has called me. God has called me. Is it because you can open Bible and read and teach and preach some, some information? Is that what God has called you? Unto who has the arm of the Lord been revealed? If the Lord called you, tell us how that God looks. I mean, Christians don't ask them like that. They don't ask their leaders that. Jesus said it. Watch out. Why? You are the one who has eyes to watch your life. Because you will bear your cross. And anything that happens to you, to death, you are the one who will answer for it. Nobody will be guilty of what you did. Neither will anybody be rewarded for what you did. Look, let me say this. I am teaching you the way to the Lord. That does not give me reward. If you now follow and you die and go to heaven, God will reward you for doing those things. Why will God not reward me for what you did? Excuse me. Excuse me. On earth, all of you have job you are doing. Somebody is in account department in the company. And that person had done an exceeding job. 
Does the one in employment receive the word of the account department? No, 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 no. They will promote that man who is the account department because of his good job. They will not say that, oh, yes, you are working together in this company and the one who is in HR, you know, you have to share your word. No, HR has to work his own work and get his own reward. Everyone must work out their salvation with great fear and trembling. My wife will not share my reward. I will not share my wife's reward. My children will not share my reward. I can't share their reward. Everybody will bear his own. Look, I was talking to somebody yesterday, you know, you know, who are, you know, whatever it's occultism and stuff. And I told them, look, my grandfather was uh, a grandmaster. He went to hell. Someone said, how did you know? Because I know. Excuse me. You cannot tell me that somebody who blew the brains of other people will go to heaven. Because he's so powerful, so wealthy. You can't tell me that somebody who sends Shigiri to go and kill somebody else in another nation is going to heaven. You don't know what Shigiri is. May God not let you have know it. <laughs> oh, man, my, my, my. Oh, they said there are good spell and there are bad spell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see good Satan. Satan gives you a carrot that is good. You better don't bite it. It will even look better than the other part, car- carrots. Smooth and clean and look, um, what do you call it now? This your, you, you know, you have some carrots that are planted um, organic. It's organic you want. Organic carrots. But you dare don't bite it. You won't have opportunity to bite twice. That's the devil for you. So watch out that you are not deceived. Because they will come in sheep's clothing. That's the first thing. Number two. But inwardly they are ferocious wolves. They are not just wolves. But they are ferocious wolves. This is Jesus telling you. Telling you. It's, it's just to decide. Nobody will say that he was not fully informed on earth. False prophets are ferocious wolves. And someone says that, but how can I know them? He went for that to say in verse 16, by their fruits, you will know them or recognize them. And understand, that scripture says fruits, singular fruits, not plural fruits. Which means he's talking about a singular pluralistic statement. A fruit that contains so many Ingredients, so many manifestations. The same thing in John chapter 15. It tells you that by, you know, you bear, God has, we did not choose him. He said, he chose us that we may bear fruit. And he didn't say fruits. He said fruit, one, that will abound. Because in the spiritual, you don't use fruits. You use fruit. And once you manifest one fruit, the others are yours. Because it's the same seed that has all those things together. You can't manifest one and say that I don't belong to the place. Come on now. So, he says here, that you know them. You recognize them. And he says, do people pick grapes from thorn bush or figs from trees? If you are sympathetic to a, a person who calls himself a Christian in church, but is reckless, proud, and you are sympathetic to them, you know, Jesus asks you here now, can, 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 do people pick grapes out of thumb bush? 
No, you plant purple tree, and then that purple tree, when it grew, instead of having purple, it's having um, apple, pineapple. Pineapple grew on the floor, it doesn't go on the tree. You pluck that and eat it, and say, no, 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 it's a purple fruit. You see somebody in church misbehaving, somebody in church whose attitude and behavior are so satanic, and you say that, oh, well, we have to love them. Love what? You hate them. That's why you're not telling the truth. If you love them, you tell them the truth. They are running to hell. Running to hell. They can be sniffed up overnight. And they will have no opportunity to repent again. And if you knew them and you never told them, God said it will require the blood from you. Don't you know how serious the life of a man is? You can't tell me you are a Christian when you are bearing devil fruit. You can't tell me you are born again when you are bearing the fruit of evil. You can't say that. You can't say, you can't say, oh, it is a young Christian. No, when I was a young Christian, we don't do that. Call a spade a spade. There is only one way to heaven. The other way is to hell. If you don't walk in the way of heaven and bear the fruit of the way, you are going to hell. There is no remedy. There is no, there is no mercy, no pardon. All these things you are doing in the world, so so slip off. It's going to be over. It's over for those who are dead. There is no time to waste with the devil. I'm telling you. I will be very quick to get you down. So, if Jesus says that by their fruit you know them, and he told you that no one who, ha- who is, there is no plant that will give back to another, another, another seed. Let me say this to you. Christians can end up in hell. Write this down. Mark, Matthew 7, 17 to 20. It says, likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. He's talking now to the church, to Christians. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. There is sheep in the church. There is goat in the church. There is wheat in the church. There is tears in the church. Thorns in the church. And seed in the church. From young to old. It says. Likewise every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. Cannot bear bad fruit. What tree are you? What tree are you? If God lives in you, how can you be a partner with, with Lucifer? Impossible! It is because it doesn't live in you. The kingdom is not yet in you. You come to church. You have to accept Jesus. You have to repent of your wickedness. You have to come to a place of conviction that you are a, a miserable sinner. Ask God for help. When the kingdom enters a man, he cannot bear bad fruit. He cannot. You, you struggle with that. You are not saved. Don't make a mistake to die. The church people need to know this. I can have compassion on you. I can have compassion on your corpse. Because it's out of my hand. Look at what it says here. Very clear. He says, this is very powerful. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit and a battery cannot 
bear good fruit. That's why when you correct them, they will be arguing. They will tell you several reasons why what they are doing is right. So why do you tell them again? Shut your mouth and leave them with what they want to do. The Bible says, unto he that goes into Paris, unto Paris shall they go. Don't get arguments. Be arguing with somebody you know. He's walking in the part of the devil and you have told him once or twice and he refused. Leave him alone. Spend your time on people who want to change. Don't invest your talk, your life over people who want to perish. None of us can convert a soul. It takes the Holy Spirit. Every tree that does not bear fruit, verse 19, what did Jesus say? Shall we read it together? Every tree. So Christians can end up in hell. And it says in verse 20, Thus by their fruit you will know them. You will know them. It's good to say I'm born again. Let me see your fruit. A born again liar. A born again deceiver. A born again worldly. (laughs) I was telling you last week, you know, there are some culture that is coming up these days. And people are running after those culture. And some people in church will. It cannot happen in CFT. It can't happen in CFT. Anybody who will still want to do, go and, you know, among my workers, if you, if you are coming to CFT, you can come and do whatever you like. It's not, it's your business, but you hear the truth as you don't want it. But if you join workers in CFT, if you have, if you are a man and you have braided hair, they will not let you. Because we don't carry Satan to this pulpit. Or you are a man, you plait your hair. We don't take you. Because you cannot come to this pulpit with Satan. This is a holy altar. A man with earrings, and I will show you those things in the, in the, in the video now. A man with earrings in his ear. A woman with nose ring. If I see you outside with nose ring, if I walk out of CFT from that day I saw you, you are relieved of your duty. I don't say you shouldn't come to church, but you cannot serve. You can, anybody who wants to join my workforce, my people who are born of God and who love God, crazy about the Holy Spirit, people who are totally sold out, and they have disconnected them from, from the world. They have no party to do with the world. If we are ten, it's enough. We will reach the destiny. I tell you, this is Jesus. It's by your fruit. Somebody may say, what are the fruits? Let me read it to you very quickly. And that's where I'm ending today's message. And I'll give you a warning. It says in chapter 7 verse 21, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. You remember when I was talking about the kingdom? But only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me, on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles. Then I will say to them plainly, I knew, I never knew you away from me, you evildoers. I was talking with uh, the the elder elder, um, um, king. Just just few a few minutes ago, you know, you know this dreadlock they have is satanism because you see in in his own tribe in Ghana, if you say you want to join that group, they will take egg and break it on your head, 
And from that day, your hair will begin to grow dreadlock. Okay? I saw you shall go priest. Put your go priest for me, Joe. I saw you shall go priest. I've shown you again and again. Put it there. Let me show you them. You see this man? This is Shango priest. Anybody who worships Shango, a man who plants his hair, will never be free from the affliction of this spirit. It will enter you. Really, it has entered you for you to do that. Can you see a Jesus who has who appear like this? When these guys are possessed, they open their mouth and fire come out of their mouth. You have the one with fire, don't you? Go to the, 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 the one that has uh, no string. Quickly. I'm talking about the ways of this world set up by Lucifer. Can you see the one with fire in his mouth? That is not a man faking fire. Real fire is coming out from my heart. I have seen with my eyes. I grew up among them. Even the fire is a small thing. That's a small thing. When my own mother, who conceived me and gave birth to me, when she was a priestess, she would jump and float in the air and sit comfortably like she's sitting in the chair on the air before she starts to speak. We call that idol Grignon. That woman, if hundred men hold her, she will fling them like this, like flies. The ways of the world. But their daughters and their men are instructed to tattoo their body. By Lucifer. Go to the, to, to the, to the ring in the nose. I will read some things to you now. Can you see that ring in the nose? That is an idol of Hindu. This idol had been on before Christ came. And is the one who told the shrine girls and boys to put ring in the air and three holes or multiple holes in their ear. You know, when people put rings all over. If I show you more of it, they will put the ring here and then they will mount it to the nose. So that there's a chain that goes to the nose. It's from this idol. If you want to know it, you can see me personally. I will give you many more information about this. It has lived before you came. Before you were born. This culture never was in church. Why is it that in the past 15 years, the church people became so crazy? I'm, I'm telling you this. Because the people don't preach righteousness anymore. People don't know their left from their right. They eat with their left hand and then their right hand. And they put their foot in the table, in the, in the foot to eat. Because they just said that you can eat with anything. This is the reason why many Christians do not see the favor of God. They do not manifest the power of God. Things will go on for you. You know, the book of Deuteronomy said, if you come to this house and you hear the word of God and by so invoke blessing upon yourself, Deuteronomy chapter 29, it says, if you go out and think, I will be secured, I can do whatever, like it said, that you will be certainly destroyed. This is what God said. And since suddenly tragedy will strike a believer and they'll be saying that, but I serve God. Which God did you serve? You didn't serve God. You served yourself. You served Shungu. You can take it off. What about the, the cow? You have the cow. Put it there. Can you see the nose on his ring? This one is now standing in Bamiyan Kansu. Eh? 
Here in the translation. And in Brahmian council itself, enter, you see the image of Lucifer. It's written, this is Lucifer. In the council. How would that council not go bankrupt? So when it goes, what are they saying? Why is it not going? Why they said I go bankrupt? Yes, he go bankrupt. He's the God they are serving. I don't know what Christians are doing that they put this nonsense there. With our own money. Taxpayers' money. I think we should begin to write petition against them. You can't position devil over us. If some people want it in their room, they should go and put it in their house. Listen to me. Don't be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Take it away, please. Look at the next verse, chapter 721. No, he said, Not anyone, everyone who calls me, who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of my God. And you can see some people today in this YouTube, they are men plot here and they call themselves prophets. And you follow them? Ah. God doesn't mind about that. Who told you that? Who told you that? Can you take the, the article of Shango to come and worship the Holy God? That is degrading. Can you take the Bible to the place of Shango to go and go and teach them about the Bible? They will not let you. Can you take it into the place of witchcraft and Satanism and begin to teach them? Sing all your sing songs in church among them. Many false prophets will arise and deceive many. Don't be deceived. Permit me your life today. Because I don't know after today what may happen. But today you must hear the truth. Is apostle judging you? If that is a judgment, it's a good judgment. The Bible says we should judge ourselves so that we will not be judged. He said, don't you know that we in the church, we judge angels? Is drug of God? What about... Let, yeah, let me tell you this. A Christian... Either man or woman who loves to open her nakedness or his nakedness for others to see. What do you think is working in her? Holy Spirit? No, 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 no. Answer me. Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit who do that? <laughs> Let me tell you why it's a sin. When Adam and Eve, the day they discovered they were naked, it was because of sin. So, a woman cannot open her breast or her laps or put on a miniskirt and you are now drawing. Can you imagine? They come to society and they are doing this. The thing is short already. Just leave it, let everybody see it. That tells that person that there is a spirit in you that is working against your will. That is spirit of nudity. When God will create cloth for man, why did he create the cloth? To cover man's nakedness. So if you are a woman, you like to open your breast. Who is looking for that breast? Except people who have Satan in them. Who you will seduce. Even if one says that they open their breasts and their blaps and they go to the train station, maybe it's okay. But to say you are coming to the house of God, you put yourself under a serious judgment. It's better you don't come at all than to come to the house of God with that. It is so detestable before God. Rude. Detestable. God hates it. You can't defy the temple of God. If you go to shrine in a way you should not go, the person who has the shrine will teach you a lesson, a bad lesson. 
But because of the mercy of God in the house of God, don't let God's anger burst against you. Jesus said, if anybody causes another one to sin, he said it's better to try type stone on his neck and drown him. And I want to tell you, my youths, let me tell you, remain how you are. Don't change. Because you may be changing to the left. How you are now, you are handsome. When you now put your hair, chaka, 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 you know that kind of stuff? I don't know what they call it. Dreadlock and then there's another one they will just make the hair look like rough. Look, is it normal spirit that inspires you to do that? It is an abnormal spirit. Anything that will make you look controversial. And it came to your mind, the prince of the air. He's setting you up for destruction. And you, the, the worst thing you can do for yourself is to listen to him and just change the way you look naturally and good. And then begin to look like the devil. If, when we show you these things, you'll be shocked. You'll be very shocked. You'll be very shocked. Those things are institu- they came from the institution of the devil. That is this, the, 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 prince, the kingdom of the prince of the air. Let me read this to you and then if there is time we'll show you that if there is no time I stop. So, Jesus said, Many will come to me in the day, Lord, Lord, I prophesied in your name, and in your name will drive out demons and perform miracles. Then I will tell them, verse 23, Plainly, I never knew you. Miracles is not the substance, but salvation and godliness. You can read the dead in it doesn't move me. Because if God is doing miracles, it's God who is doing it. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your anointing. It has to do with the God who is doing it. And that is saying that if your fruit is good and you are preaching the good news, and then he confirms his word. But the word is the substance, not the miracles. Because some people perform miracles. Jesus said, I will say to them, I know you not. You men of evil works. You evil doers. Men of evil works. Now I end up by saying, what is the fruit that, is the, that determines your destination? What is the fruit that you exhibit and determines your destination? Galatians chapter 5 verse 19 to 21. I will just read that through without explaining it because it's self-explanatory. It says, the acts of sinful nature are obvious. Sexual immorality. I don't expect anybody who hear my voice to live in adultery, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissension, faction, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the likes. I want you, as I did before, those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now let me go straight away to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 to verse 10. Somebody, when you, let me say this to you. If you have married, you have no right to look at somebody outside and allow thoughts to come in your brain. You are married now. You are not blind when you pick that person. Excuse me. Once you pick the person, you shut your eyes from every other person, both male and female. If you begin to look at some other person and begin to allow Satan to manifest the, the power of the air in your mind and begin to fantasize, you are already in adultery. No, 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 no. The Bible says that anybody who lives in adultery will not have part in the kingdom. You will be cut off straight away from the kingdom. It means that kingdom cannot flow to you. Am I talking to you? You see, these are traps of the devil. 
in the last days. And so he says, do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? First Corinthians chapter 6 verse 9. Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor greed, greedy, nor drunkard, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom. None of these people will inherit the kingdom. If you find yourself in this fruits, in this act, forget it, you are cut off from the kingdom straight away. And so I say, I don't know how to stop. That's a lie. If you know the way in, you know the way out. Stop the relationship with association that causes you to do these things. You are not born with them. When you came from your mother's home, you came alone. So why can't you stop association with people that you know will shipwreck your life? Why would you look for God's trouble when God hasn't given you trouble yet? <laughs> I think those of you who have been reading Ezekiel very lately, you have seen how God is. He does not spare. Look, mommy read something to me in this, in this uh, just uh, this week. You know, she comes with some, inf- some strange information from the Bible. <laughs> and I will read it. <laughs> now, therefore, a warning to you. Warning to everybody. First John chapter 2, verse 15 to 17. Do you not know? Okay, do, sorry. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world... The love of God is not in them. You want to turn choir, Christian, Christian concert, and you see them behaving like the concert of the world. God is not there. Don't waste your money to go and look at concert. That money, come to church and have good concert. Every time we have service, we have concert. Hallelujah, somebody. Did you not have good concert this morning? Hallelujah. And you don't see the people with spikes and torn jeans like their spirit of rag. Enter to them, same spirit that lives in a mad person, tear all your clothes and laugh at you at the streets. And angels are ashamed of you because you don't represent God well. Common sense tells everyone. It says, do not love the world. I went in the world. Now, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Even if you speak in tongues. It's the tongue of flesh or the devil. Therefore, everything in the world, the craving of sinful nature. This is what they are doing in vogue. I will do it. You cannot as a Christian. You You dictate what happens in your vogue to them. Sinful nature, craving of the sinful nature, the loss of the eyes, the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. Now look at the sound warning. <clears throat> Verse 17, shall we read it together? The world and its desires. Yes? Tell the person beside you, do the will of God. You will live forever. I will not be caught by Satan. Am I talking to you? You know, when you do wedding in this church, I want to say to all youths, and maybe some adults, not just youths, because we have people who are in their 40s, 50s who do wedding, no problem, if you are doing wedding. If you are doing wedding, please, if apostle is there, don't play worldly music. And that's what I want to show you. I've been telling you what is behind worldly music. Some of you did not believe me. Now I want to show you a testimony of one of the stars in the world with his mouth. Okay? I don't want to sit in a company that you invoke demons. Because worldly music are given by evil spirits. And whenever they play those jazz, evil spirits will come into that atmosphere. When we worship God, what happens? Angels will come. 
When you play music of the world, demons will come. So if you want to play, play it in your house, please. And those of you who are friends, don't just go and dance to any music. When, you, when they play a music, listen to the words of the music. You are members of Christ's faith tabernacle. Distinct yourself. Don't disgrace Alfred. I will not disgrace you. Don't disgrace me. If I come to your, your, your wedding because my attitude is that I will stay in any function till the end. Because you have been there for me, I must be there for you. But when you shift to Satan, I have to pack my bag and go. And go. You know the danger of it? You become casualty. You become casualty. I'm talking to you. He says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, 14. For what does righteousness and wickedness have in common? Of what fellowship can light have in, with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with unbelievers? Those who have left CFT, don't go and follow them. Don't go and follow them. They left because the world is too hard for them. They want to live in flesh. They cannot retain the spiritual. But look at your life and their lives. Distance apart. You are under a man who speaks to the living God. And I speak about you to him. Who is their own head? Who do they speak to? Who do they? Those who, who, who preside over them. Who, unto who do they speak? Who, who do they have convocation with? In what assembly have they gone? I stand in the assembly of the most holy one. I'm a custodian of the truth. Even when you put gun in my head, I will say the truth. When I was in Nigeria among all the idol worshippers, I told all of them how useless they are. The Bible says foolish are those who worship idols. And I say, how many of you worship idols? Stand up. They were shaking like leaves. AK-47 don't stop me from preaching the gospel. It happened in Jamaica. They dropped their AK-47. I will preach the truth to the last drop of my blood. Come on now. If you see people who are shy from the truth, I'm so sorry. That man died many years ago. This one that lives will preach the truth. Satan will not deceive any one of you. So those who have left among you, you know, you must draw a line to where you can't cross. When they begin to go in sin, stop. Tell them, stop. I'm a member of CFT. I can't do that. I can't do that. So what do you mean? They accept that in our church. Say, remain in that church. In our own church, they don't accept what heaven does not accept. It says, what fellowship can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does the believer have in common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Somebody say amen. And says, as God has said, I will live with them and walk among them and I will be their God and they will be what? My people. Anywhere you go, God is there. Don't disgrace him. Don't join those who disgrace God. Someone says that all those things are hard line. Tell them you better be in hard line because this is an easy life. No headache with God. I want to see your generation standing by the truth and going beyond me. Be, that is going ahead of me. 
as far as I'm concerned, I didn't sign with God that I want to live long or live short. What determines my longevity is to finish the work. When I finish my work, I will tell you, I'm going at whatever age. I've done, I've tried now. I've teach, taught you all the truth. So you now run with it. There's nothing in this world that is enticing to me. You know? I was saying it yesterday. What was, yeah, when I was preaching yesterday in Pasadena, I said that, you know, we have holidays, isn't it? People have holidays. I was supposed to be in Singapore last week. Isn't it? <laughs> With Pastor Elizabeth. She turned 40. A 40-year-old woman. Let me tell you something. They were, show, they were, they were filming in Singapore, and we are at home, where they were doing exercise, and we, too, we joined them. I love to go to Singapore. Next year, I will go to Singapore. I love to go to Bermuda. I love to go to Caribbean. I love to go and see turtles in um, this Caribbean where Dr. Samuel went, uh, came and I all this beautiful Caribbean. When they were on the sea and they showed me the, film, the, the video of the sea, I, say, I said to my daughter, can't you see the expanse that my God had created? That's what I told her. She said, that, that's what we are thinking. Yeah, they said, when I consider the works of your hand. All right? But you know something? There is a holiday too I go every year. I don't have to pay. <laughs> I don't have to pay to go to the holiday. There is a sin that God shows me every year. I don't have to, you know, uh, worry myself. I don't need to get to the sea to see the sea. I said, I love that more than any holiday. John said, I was in the spirit in the day of the Lord. Isaiah said, I was in the spirit in the day of the Lord. What shall you say? I was in the spirit in this day of the Lord. There are better things for God to show us. So we can never be unequally yoked with unbelievers. You see, to be unequally yoked with unbelievers is not respecting people. No, it is destroying people. Therefore, come out from among them, verse 17, and be separated. Say the Lord, touch not unclean things, and we, I will receive you, says the Lord. Verse 18, I will be your father, a father to you, and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Stand upon your feet, please. We're going to pray for one another. That Lord, do not let Satan get me for the rest of my life or any of my offspring. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, do not let the devil get me for the rest of my life or any of my offspring. We pray for every member of this house. Teach us your ways, O oh God, that we may know you the only true God. We don't want to follow the devil. We will serve no foreign God. We will serve no foreign God. Oh Lord. Yes, Lord. I will serve no foreign. 
of Satan, just ask the Lord, I'm sorry, I repent, I will do that no more. Am I talking to you? Now, can you play for me this video? But make sure that this is not online. There are three videos of just, uh, one is one minute and half, and one is just, you know, what is this video about? Is this, I've told you, as a person who came from idol worshipping, that all these world stars who sing all this music that people go and dance. Really, I expect when you youths do your, your wedding, I want to be hearing like a, a dosing in your, in, your, in your ceremony. Those are the people you need to use. All these, uh, you know, God's given ministers of God. When you wed, that is what should open your new life. Not Satan. It has a lot to do. If you see me dance in a place, in a wedding, it's because they are singing, worship unto God. I will dance. 
If you don't see me dance, look at me twice and go and check your DJ. Don't take a DJ that has name. Take the one that does not have name on earth, but he has name in heaven. So that they will play songs to thank God. And we all can, the whole church can dance joyfully and worship God as sending you into a new life. That is what you must do. Now watch this one. This is a musician that is world renowned. And this is titled Spiritual Healing Joe Ome. Hear what he has to say about their music. Uh, it's not only like.
for um, brother um, Emmanuel, that boy who first came up, that did his plants like this, this is the man who brought it. And he said, all of you that do it, we are all going to hell. Plats the hair. So if somebody plots the hair and all manners of miserable things, evil things are happening around him, why are you questioning it? Already, the one who is your leader said you are all going to hell. But you can break yourself loose from hell. These things are not just jokes. The Lord bless you. Amen. Who is taking our offering, please? No, 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 no. Don't take our offering yet. You know what? This, we will take offering. But these youths, these children, today is my Thanksgiving Sunday. You see the way I look like Tom and Jerry? It's because of my Thanksgiving. That's why I look like that. You know, Mama, she's the one who, who decides what uh, the man looks like. And I have no opportunity to say no. So, <laughs> the children will come in and set up themselves. That's another one of it. We can send it to you on your DP so that you can watch it. You can take it out. You see all, all that look? They are from the devil. So, and if you are not part of the cults, Make sure you don't do this because demons will oppress you. Whether you believe it or not, it doesn't stop it. Now we have the youths. We will introduce our offering and then when the youths are preparing and then we will have them sing while we are taking our offering today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can we have this removed, please? And can I invite the morning star and the jewels and the crown, please come up whilst we're... Let's invite the morning star and jewels and the crown. Let's warmly welcome them. These inspirational songs that will take us to heaven. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now we've had something deep today. I'll add this. Ask yourself all the time, why do I do what I do? That's important. Why do I do what I do? It's a deep one. But today... When you listen back on what the Lord has taught us and you ask yourself that question, why do I do what I do? It's not just the things that seem negative, it's everything that you do. And it will make a difference when you live your life following after Christ. Well, as the youth are the morning star begin to come up, I'd like to invite us to prepare for our offering. Let's prepare for our offering. You know, the word of God commands us that we shall honor him with our substance and with the first fruit of all our increase. And we know that the word of God is filled with promises concerning those who give heed to instruction. And I, I, I say this often. I have shared it before. I... I can't remember when last I prayed for my finances. I don't pray for my finances. 
Someone might say, well, it's because you're comfortable. No, it's just because I learned something. I do my part. I let God do his part. I trust him to do his part. Have there been times of lack? Have there been times of challenge? I know that he will come good. He will come through because I've been faithful. There are times that I accidentally forget my phone in the car and I'll think to myself, I'm on the train, I'm on my way. What's going to happen next? I'm thinking, well, I didn't steal in order to buy my phone, so no one's going to steal my stuff. Ah, that's confidence, isn't it? Because I have been faithful, I know in whom I have believed. So that's what we share with others. And so I'd like to encourage you, as you spend time in God's Word, let's spend time in obedience as well, and in honoring God with our substance and with the first fruit of our increase. If you prepared your tithe and your offering this morning, can I invite you to bow down and thank God for the opportunity that God has given to you to give. For it is out of that which the Lord has blessed you with that you are bringing in obedience to His Word. God is faithful. The psalmist says, I've been young, now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor the seed beg bread. That's a covenant's promise. Thank God for you have work, the ability to earn, the wisdom. Thank God for the strength. I appreciate God for the ability he has given to you today to honor him. Lord, we thank you. We glorify and we exalt your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as we carry on the choir, the morning star will minister to us as we take our offering. Praise the Lord. So, I want to reintroduce to you the junior and the senior orchestra of CFT. Can I get a round of applause for them, please? Today, we're going to be ministering to you three songs. Let me step out the way so you can see them. Today, we're going to be ministering to you three songs. Um, The first song we're going to be doing is Lift Jesus Higher. The second song we're going to be doing is Jesus Loves Me. And the final song we're going to be doing is called The Throne Room Song. The first two songs will be done by the Junior Orchestra, which is the recorder group. And the the third and last final song will be done by the Senior Orchestra, as you can see in the back. Without further ado, let us begin.
Can I invite us to please stand? 
Shall we pray? Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for the joy that fills our hearts when we sing praises and songs to honor and to worship you. Thank you, Lord God, for the transforming power of praise and of worship. It's with a heart that is filled with praise and thanksgiving that we have come into your storehouse this afternoon, Lord. Bringing our tithes and our offering. Lord, this is a holy offering that has been brought by your holy people. I ask, Lord God, that you consume it with your holy fire. Thank you, Father God, because your promises concerning those who give heed to instruction shall be ours in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for whatever we lay our hands upon to do in you in the course of this week, we shall prosper in it. Thank you, Lord, because you surround us with your favor as a shield. Thank you, Lord, for the testimonies that shall accompany our faithfulness. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Please be seated. I'm tempted to take the announcements very quickly before we take our thanksgiving offering, oh sorry, our thanksgiving, praise the Lord, so I'll do that very, very quickly. If you're worshipping with us for the very first time today, can I ask that you please identify yourself by raising your hand wherever you are. Please, if you're joining us for the very first time at Christ with Tobacco, please raise your hand. Can I ask that you please stand? feeling a few people are very shy and they've not gotten up yet. Can I ask that if you were feeling shy a minute ago and you're joining us for the first time, the shyness has disappeared because I've singled you out, please stand. Yes, there are a few people. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Ushers would identify you. Please, ushers, please give them a pack. We don't want you to miss out on that pack. Thank you very, very much for joining us today. We trust that you have been blessed. Let's give them a very warm welcome. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Hallelujah. Well, God is good. The ushers have given you a welcome pack, and within the pack there is a form. We would request that you please complete the form in the pack, and let us have it before you return or before you leave the early term today. And if you don't have a Bible believing church and you'd like to be a part of what God is doing in Christ for Tabernacle, please join us again. We are online on a daily basis. And of course, we have live worship here on Sundays or, time, or, or at the same time at Bethesda Building at New Cross, if that's closer to you. Details are on our website. I'd like to remind us that prayers and communion this evening at 8 p.m. 
and daily prayers, as I've indicated, will be online at 8 p.m. on a daily basis. On Tuesday, JTA will be meeting at Bethesda. That's Bethesda, the pool of healing. JTA will be meeting at 7.30. JTA is Jesus' territorial army. And every member of Christ the Tabernacle who learns or who loves to pray and who loves to witness. You remember what we learned on Friday? What's the great command? Apostle said he was going to test us today to see how many of us have memorized it. How many of us were here on Friday? Now the hands won't go up. Because you kind of know what I'm going to say next. What's the scripture that is a great command? Matthew 28, verse. Okay, you've got a few more days to memorize it because you slept very late yesterday and you've not had breakfast today. And after lunch, you'll remember. So, memorize it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Maybe what we'll do is to start off with the, as we're coming in next week, recite it before you come in. But on Tuesday, JTA will be meeting at 7.30 p.m. at Bethesda. On Wednesday, we'll be having Bible study with Momioma, and that's at 7 p.m. online. We've been looking into the book of Psalms, and we'll be reflecting on the Psalm 102 and going forward with the way the Lord will guide us. On Thursday, the 30th of November, we'll be having a service of songs here at the cathedral to celebrate the life of Madame Victoria Retiola Oluadimu. Um, she's the mother of Dickiness Yemisi and was, um, until she moved to Dagenham, a very frequent member of Christ Faith Tabernacle. We'll be celebrating, having a celebration of our life with a service of songs here on Thursday. And of course, since she had moved over to Dagenham, she's been associated with the CAC Church there in Dagenham. And on that, on the Friday, we'll be having the funeral and the committal service celebrated by or through the CAC Church. Now the details, uh, 7 p.m. here, service of songs on Thursday. Of course, we'll be having our online prayers at 8 p.m. on the same day on Zoom at 8 p.m. That follows after. Or at 8 p.m., please join online as well for the daily prayer session. Of course, you would know that that's the last day of the month of November. So 11 months of the year 2023 would have been gone by the 30th. And on Friday, that means Friday is what? Victory night! Victory night, first, second, third. Slight change on Friday, we'll be meeting at 8 p.m. On Saturday, it would be at 7 p.m., not 8 p.m., 7 p.m. And on Sunday, it would also be at 7 p.m. here at Cathedral. Please note that we'll be having the normal first service, uh, the early morning service, one at Bethesda at 8 a.m. and here at 10 a.m. And we'll have our victory night at 7 p.m. Don't trade one for the other. Can I repeat myself? Don't trade one for the other. We meet daily or on Sundays, normal worship. Victory night is a covenant night. Don't skip the daytime service and say, I'm coming to church in the evening. You expect it in church in the evening anyway because we normally have evening service online. So, praise the Lord. Is that... Did I, was that message loud and clear? I will check. 
attendance. But please note all workers on Saturday will be meeting here at 5 p.m. It will be the last workers meeting for the year 2023. So all workers will be meeting here for the last workers meeting of 2023 at 5 p.m. on Saturday. So of course, post our meeting, that's why we're starting 7 p.m. for Victory Night Day 2. Walker's Christmas dinner is on the 17th of December. I would not labor that anymore because we've already said a lot about it. Please ensure you're in touch with the departmental heads. Um, and they would also be make, it, make them aware as well if you would like to, a place on the coach. Coaches will be made available from two locations, one from Cathedral, another from Bethesda. And you would need to pay a refundable deposit of £10 only. Refundable deposit of £10 only for the use of the coach. And you will be refunded the £10 halfway through the journey to Wembley. Now the reason we take a deposit is to ensure that when you book a place you turn up. We've had situations where people have booked a place, they've deprived someone else of a place, and they've not turned up on the day because... There wasn't a commitment. So the commitment is the £10. Praise the Lord. I'd also like to remind us that Jesus Seminar and Christmas Carol services taking place this year in the run-up to Christmas. Further details will be provided over the course of the coming weeks. And finally, medical team. Um, I'll read precisely what it says. Good afternoon, all medical team members of CFT. The medical team are updating their database. The database of medical professionals in CFT is being updated. There have been lots of new graduates, there have been lots of new members to the church. If you are in the medical profession, please would like to organize and harness the potential to achieve greater impact. To this end, they would, the medical team would appreciate if all medical personnel in the house can sign using that QR code. The QR code, all medical personnel. Now, when we say doctors in the house, we don't mean those with the PhDs. We mean the medical doctors. Because there are doctors and there are doctors. So when they say, is there a doctor in the house? If you're a PhD holder, don't jump forward. You know that the professionals are what we're talking about. So those are the... <laughs> and nurses as well, please. So if you're, if you're a nurse, or you're in the medical profession, if you're in the medical, allied medical profession, please join the radiographers. There are, if you're in the medical profession, please, we need you to join this group. It says medical practitioner. That's a broad, broad... It's including all, all those in the medical profession. First, register and wait for someone to tell you that you don't qualify. Praise the Lord. So, in keeping with GDPR regulations, there's, please be assured that your data is respected and used only for the purposes for which it has been collected or will be collected. If you have any questions whatsoever, please see Dr. Ajigini, who I'm sure you know, Elder Dr. Ajigini. Um, he put his name down here as Dr. Ajigini AM. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Well, it's Thanksgiving Sunday. 
Thank you very much for being patient with us. And please, if you're visiting us for the first time and there's uh, a celebrant you'd like to join after the service, please remain where you're seated. The ushers would usher you, usher everyone else out, and will give you the opportunity to then come forward and say hello to those who have invited you specially. But I'd like you to please um, welcome with me the chief celebrant for today. Apostle A.T.B. Williams, whose birthday is in the month of November. Praise the Lord. Thanksgiving, can you go to the back except Rapina and then you will all dance and mommy will dance for me Amen and I want to see uh, Pastor Elizabeth at 40 dance Singapore dance <laughs> Hallelujah Those who are having special thanksgiving and dedication, everyone who has special thanksgiving, we have Apostle H.B. Williams, Pastor Elizabeth, Dickin Benga Otiko, and uh, Sister Anena Agbaje, um, they are all forties, Pastor Dayo and Dickin Esinka, that's it, wedding anniversary, Dickin Paul and Sister Adidoni Amakaro. Baby dedication, David Chips Chisholm, Neakola Eke, Asha Ifelu Ifelua Ola Folari, Akin Folari. Then we have Sister Stella Mokaru, Reunion, Family of Papa, Partner uh, Pastor, and Dickiness Roji. And the Ogumalas. So we'll all come together before the altar of God, expressing our gratitude with our offering of thanks. Sing now. You are the reason why I lift my hands.
can continue to sing because I have to move on now to the next um, meeting. I don't know. You know, the choir are supposed to come out and do Thanksgiving with me. But they didn't. They, are, they don't know whether they are to move or not. Lord, we thank you. I begin from these children. For children are reward from God, as are in the hands of mighty warriors, sons of one's youth. Anointing the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. When you get to the age of reasoning, you will choose the path of the Lord Jesus. And the word of God will prosper in your hand. May the Lord grant your parents everything they need to raise you in godliness and to fulfill destiny. Lord, I anoint this child in the name of Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. and receive you both into the family of God. When you get to the age of reasoning, you will choose the path of the Lord Jesus. And the word of God will prosper in your mind. Everything your parents need to raise you in godliness and to fulfill the destiny God has assigned, be given unto them. In Jesus' name. Those of you who are 40. Yes, 40, 40, and... All right, so I start. Father, the number 40 is the number of transition. And so, Lord, I lay my hands upon your son. As we are 40 this month, according to the biblical calendar, when Moses was 40, he was trained as a king, another 40 was trained as a shepherd, and for 40 years he fulfilled his destiny. I speak that the unction to fulfill destiny rests upon you. Amen. All heaven are written concerning you. I call them to manifestation. From today, your journey shall become easy. You will rise to the highest peak that God has written concerning you. The spirit of wisdom and counsel and understanding come upon you. May the insight of God be given unto you. In the name of Jesus, we live to see your children's children. Peace be upon you. Lord, I pray for your daughter. The age 40 is an age of transition. Yes, Lord. I ask in the name of the Lord that grace be multiplied over you. Amen. And heaven over you be opened. Amen. Everything you need for the next 40 years of your life to reach the highest height that God has ordained, I ask heaven to release upon you. Amen. I speak in the name of the Lord, you will see your children's children. The Lord will sustain your life and your heart. For your work and your labor over the youths of CFT, heaven will reward you. Whatever be your desires that you are seeking for now, I sign an agreement with you and declare them met. In Jesus' anointed name. Lord, I pray for your daughter. Forty is the number of transition. May grace of heaven descend upon you. And may the Lord raise you to the highest height as ordained for you. I speak to your next 40 years. They shall be of fulfillment. All you desire in your heart from the Father shall be granted. The Lord will make every one of you in this your 40 year 
your journey for the next 40 years will be easy. The grace of ease rests upon you. And may the Lord fulfill your days. May you live to see your children's children. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. For the rest I pray, Lord. The Bible says that there are not ten lepers that were healed. Is it not only one who came to say thank you? And to that one who came, you said you are made whole. So, Lord, the offering that is held in the hands of your saints and brought before your holy altar, I use as a point of contact because the Bible says, Fulfill your vows to the Lord and then call upon the name of the Lord. May the Lord remember this, your thanksgiving, and turn towards you with favor. Whatever you desire in your life, or your expectation for before God, which is yet to be met, I declare them met in Jesus' name. Amen. As you all move into the new year, and I pray for everyone who is standing here, having their birthdays or marriage celebration uh, or, or yeah, uh, anniversary and the rest, and those who have come also that their son had gone to glory, they have come to give you thanks. I speak, Lord, that the candlestick of Christ will not be broken in these lives. I speak, Lord, that the Lord will cause you to flourish. I speak, Lord, that in the new year, in the mighty move of God coming in 2024, that you will be granted by God to be among them. Anything that needs to be corrected in your life are put right. I speak grace upon your lives that you will live to fulfill the purpose of going to the land of the living. None of you will miss heaven. None of you will miss heaven. None of you will miss heaven. May the Lord turn all your hearts towards the cross. And may you be fulfilled in all the purpose of God. It is written, the Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. The plans and the purposes of God for you shall be established. And your seed today will be a memorial offering. This is the holy offering that is brought by a holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. May your blessing be upon every member of this household. From India to Africa, in the name of Jesus, we can see ahead. We can see in the gloom. We can see sharp in the midst of darkness. We can see to the horizon that is coming. We can see to the light that is shining. In the midst of darkness and confusion and chaos over the world, which is stormed this earth in 2024, we can see a pathway made by the Lord Almighty. We can see and hear from the realm of the Spirit. Peace be still, I am, says the Lord. And we can see direction coming for the saints of God. We can see empowerment coming for the saints of God. We are who have been blocked for many in the world, and chaos and confusion storm the whole world. We can see God breaking the way before His saints. We can see a new path set before them. We can see God raising His saints to the higher peak in the life. We can see songs of rejoicing at Goshen. We can see, O oh God, mercy stretch upon Goshen. And we thank you for this grace you have given to us. We are part of them that you will distinct out from among many as the world goes into journey of three more years. 24, 25, 26, into 27. And Lord, we thank you so much 
Because as we go further, our eyes shall see brighter and brighter. And the King of Heaven shall be glorified. Thank you for your soon and coming King. Blessed you God the Father for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is so much at hand. Thank you for holding back the hand of the devil over the Middle East and over Israel. Thank you for speaking peace into the land. Thank you for granting that which you have asked you for souls of many to the kingdom of the Most High. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us again. Amen and amen. Sister, sing for me.
pass on, you know, Pastor Roger's dad passed on to glory. So they are coming to thank God for a good life well spent. Over 100, isn't it? A good life. So we don't cry for that one. Africans say that is the, that is the uh, barrier that you eat cow. Cow, they have to go everywhere. They have to be everywhere. So it's the barrier that you, you dress well, you come down, the Lolo Mijis up, put you on the back, and all the rest of that. So we thank God. Let's put our hands together for the Lord. I'll call Pastor Bilewu to come and close the meeting for us. Pastor Bilewu. <laughs> Amen. If he's not here, let's bring the meeting to a close as we put our hands together and read the Lord's Prayer. Now, with the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. The general, uh, Second Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely to yourself, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
us according to our confession. And as we leave his presence, may God himself meet us at, at a different point of need in the name of Jesus. By this time tomorrow, there shall be a performance in our life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all.